Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Freedom of Species brings animal advocacy to the airwaves. It's a radio program dedicated to raising awareness about issues concerning animals. This includes animal advocacy, activism, protection, conservation and, importantly, appreciation. The program is broadcast from 3CR Studios in Melbourne, Australia and streamed live via the 3CR website where recent podcasts are also available. All podcasts are available via iTunes and the Freedom of Species website. Welcome to Freedom of Species. I'm Kate Gracie, and today we're going to be revisiting the World Vegan Day in Melbourne last year. We've also got uh, some community announcements at the end. Three CR Community Radio Eight Five Five I am. So today I'm going to take you back to the 1st of November 2015. About 15,000 vegans and vegan curious folk descended upon Melbourne showgrounds for a World Vegan Day Festival. And I thought to myself, now here's an opportunity for me to conquer my fear of doing random vox pop interviews. Normally I would rather chew my own liver than bowl up to a complete stranger with a microphone and ask them about veganism. And I thought, oh, this is just going to be an exercise, a cringeworthy exercise in nerves and awkwardness, which is a good enough reason to go ahead and do it. So over the course of the day, I spoke with and recorded almost 30 people at World Vegan Day, and every single one of them was lovely, bar none. Of that day, I can now safely say that I've never met a vegan I didn't like. Anyway, as my confidence grew, I became kind of addicted to meeting all these great people, And so I ended up with way too much recording that I then had to beat into submission in an editing suite. But they're all represented here, and I'm now cured of my fear of Vox Pop interviews. So what's your name? My name's Emma. And why have you come to World Vegan Day today? Um, I've come to eat myself sick, pretty much. (laughs) I've come to find all the new vegan restaurants um, and just try all the food I can. What's your story of why you became vegan? Uh, I became vegan... After I had my first child, um, I sort of looked into food a bit more and nutrition and decided that I've been eating like crap for too long and the more I researched into it, the more I realised I've been an idiot about food and I'm irrespectful Um, and the more I sort of became compassionate about animals and learning about food, then it just took off from there. And your partner, was he already a vegan? No, um, he went to see Sea Shepherd actually two years later and that was the turning point for him. They said to him, well this is what we're doing with our life, what have you done? And he realised I've actually done nothing, I've just been consuming and not being respectful to anyone, haven't been compassionate and he just on the spot went from eating meat five times a week to I'm vegan and took off straight from there and actually he's been pretty inspirational for me keeping on going with it. 
That's brilliant. What kind of support does your veganism get from your um, from your extended family and friends? Uh, none, really. It's been a fight the whole way. Um, oh, not so much a fight, but a lot of misunderstanding and a lot of thinking I've just joined into this hippie crew and... No, it's really hard when you go to barbecues and Christmas and things like that and you don't have much support. Um, but Ben's family have been really good. He was vegetarian as a kid. Um, so they've been really, really good. And even last year at Christmas, they made a tofu turkey for us. So that's really the only respect we've had going vegan. Um, my family have really got no idea and no willing to change. Just think I'm pretty annoying. So. <laughs> what do you think is the best part of being vegan? Realising that I've changed paths and that one person can actually make a difference. Looking at all the people I've actually inspired to change. Um, there have been a lot of people that just ask me questions. I can think of a half a dozen friends that now don't have dairy because of just information I've told them, which has been great. So that's probably the best bit, realising that I can actually make a difference to other people's lives as well. That's really important. And is there anything that you find difficult about being vegan? Um, just my family really just trying to convince them that this is how I want to live my life and there's more to it than just eating everything that you're told to eat Um, reading more into it has been really great for me so I think it's been really difficult knowing what I was contributing to um, and all the suffering and finding out the actual statistics of how many animals get slaughtered every year and how many are on live export and realising you can't actually do a whole lot. All you can do is impact your small little circle around you and go from there. Um, but, I mean, being here at World Vegan Day, it's tripled since last year and it's fantastic. And what would you say to people who are maybe considering leading a more ethical life? Yeah, um, I'd say do the Vegan Easy Challenge. That's how I started, the 30 days. Um, There was great support there. They hooked me up with someone who I'm still friends with now, who we emailed back and forth. I had heaps of questions. I thought I'll just do it for 30 days, see how I go. I felt fantastic. I know it's a cliche, but after the 30 days, mainly just cutting out cheese, I felt really good. And that was sort of the stepping stone. I mean, I've had a few stumbles along the way, but if they want to give it a go and be interested, just read everything you can. Once you watch a few documentaries, then you can't really go back. You can't turn off that part of your brain when you realise everything that you have been doing is is not the right way to do it. And, you know, Once you learn all the other people that you're impacting and all the other animals' lives you're impacting just by eating, it's not worth it at the end of the day. So just keep reading. I think that's the best thing. Educate yourself and knowledge is power. Phew, that was the first one down and it went well. Then Yogara CP from Hong Kong bowled up and introduced himself. He was giving a yoga performance at World Vegan Day. And veganism, not just about the food. It's beyond food and about your attitudes towards anyone and also kind to the animals and people. I don't even wear leather made up goods, nothing. And um, I'm very happy and proud to be a vegan yoga teacher. The best part of vegan, after I became a vegan, I lost weight and I gained power. Uh, the, the immune system and also my uh, the inner, inner strength has become more and my confidence level, yeah, this is really good. Uh, sometimes I'm really finding difficulties in, in, in Asian countries like Hong Kong, China. They don't know what is about vegan. But when I come to Australia, it's a vegan-friendly country. I love it and I really want to move into near or uh, Melbourne. Really looking forward to come back and settle here. There's a lot of vegans. On the train, I met so many vegans. In fact, my friend, my roommate, they're all vegans. And when I go to the even non, non, normal vegetarian restaurants, they have vegan options. So I love it.
the change what you want to see in the world, you have to change yourself first. So everyone should think of uh, uh, to become a you know, vegan. It is good for our earth, mother earth. Okay, two down. Then I spoke with Brenton, Tyson, James, Leslie and Beck. So I got into meditation, I uh, learned uh, a bit about Buddhism and the principle of non-harming. Then I, uh, somewhere along the line, read the book Eating Animals by Jonathan Safran Foer. And then I saw some work that had been done by Animals Australia and that combination of all those things, I think, finally blew my mind and made me actually do something about it and become vegan. Being part of, uh, of the most important social justice movement on the planet right now, being on the right side of history, and it changes your life. You, ch- you need to change. Well, I've changed a lot. <laughs> I've been here for the last three times, I think, and um, it's just awesome to come to an event with so many like-minded people and such great food. Four years ago, I went to a place called Edgar's Mission where um, they rescue animals that have been in the factory farming and livestock industry, and um, I basically realised the horrors that goes on behind the scenes of um, you know, animal agriculture, and I then got put on to... Um, Animals Australia and learnt what learnt more and more about it and then um, watched Earthlings and that was it for me I went vegan and haven't looked back since I think the best part is you you can live your life without harming others it's pretty straightforward but um, it's yeah apart from obviously there's a lot of other benefits like you know health and others but um, definitely the, the best part is that you've got a clear conscience no matter what you do the other day uh, well, for me, it's by far and large the best decision I've ever made. So I would strongly recommend it, and just know that there's so much support and so much help that you know you can you can learn so many different things. And coming to events like this, you can, there's all the information available. So once you start, you'll um, learn more and more, and I'm sure it'll be the best decision that others have made as well. So I was probably one of the biggest meat eaters, you know, uh, and I just went cold turkey one day and just decided no more. I just made the choice and I stuck with it. You feel really good all the time. You don't feel bogged down. Uh, and you know that you're making a difference. The only way forward, in my opinion, and uh, it's a community that's growing so much bigger and there's support everywhere. It's Even if you don't have support at home, there's uh, heaps of communities online or even locally that offer support to people who are deciding or trying things out or not sure if they want to be vegan or just don't know how to cut out the foods that they love so it's it's uh i think it's easier now than it ever has been to be a vegan i've been a vegan for uh, a number of years for about 20 years and when i was vegan i actually didn't know anyone i didn't know any vegans for about the first 15 years of uh you know my my vegan life and um in the past couple of years i've just seen it explode and it's been it's been wonderful. It's really a really wonderful thing. I'm walking into a room full of vegans, and it's such a, such a great feeling. Uh, the best part of it, knowing that you're not causing suffering or reducing suffering, the um, or the intent of suffering. I mean, no matter what, you know, we can't walk through life without harming an animal. It's, it's impossible. But we can vastly reduce it. And going vegan is is a way to do that. And uh, again, I, uh, I've been vegan for a long period of time, and when I first came vegan, I actually thought it was unhealthy. It was a very unhealthy diet. And since the past, you know, since the age of the internet, where it's somewhere that has exploded, I've, I've come to realise I was wrong all this time. And 
it's the it's the healthiest diet you can go on. Well, if you want to go on like a like a what I've come to understand like a raw whole, or whole whole food vegan diet or raw diet, um, it's extremely healthy because I have been on a um, a crap vegan diet where I've had a lot of soy ice cream and a lot of sausage, you know, vegan sausages and that. And of course, you're not harming the animals, but you're sort of harming yourself, of course. And there's always that argument, but that was my vice, and now I've, I've sort of gone, taken a more, I've started to look after myself, and not just, just the animals, but myself as well. And there's so many awesome people out there. It's, the veganism is diverse. Um, it's not, you know, it's not, you know, a bunch of um, smelly hippies running around, you know, um, eating tofu. It's 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 so diverse. I know conservatives. I know academics. I know hips, smelly hippies. I know I I know I know bogans who are vegan. You know, it's, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. So it's and it's beautiful. It's beautiful to see the diversity now. And you can just look out um, this crowd of people, and you just you just see a, a wealth of diversity out there. It's it's, it's great. Uh, so my husband and I became vegan together. So a long time ago, maybe about 10 years ago, we became vegetarian, um, just very slowly. He, he started it, so he um, decided that um, it'd be a healthier choice for us, but also he wasn't impressed with kind of the stories he'd heard about, you know, how meat's produced. Um, and then from there, it just evolved into becoming vegan. It just felt like a natural progression. Um, and we did it mostly for health reasons. And then as we've become vegan for longer, we've kind of gone down more the, the animal rights path as well and looked at more the cruelty involved in different products um, that we use. So uh, we don't wear leather, we don't eat honey, all of that sort of thing. Charlton, why have you come to World Vegan Day today? Oh, well, we were volunteering at the Animals Australia stall today. So we helped set up and, yeah, we just finished our shift. So looking forward to get in there and eat some things and have a look around. And what kind of reception did you get at, the, at your stall today? Oh, amazing. Absolutely amazing. Everyone was friendly. Everyone was like, people already really knew what we were about. But there were some people that haven't really heard of us, so we obviously let them know. And yeah, the reception was awesome. I imagine you, you must be seeing thousands of people at your stall today. Oh, ridiculous amount. I mean, the more the better, but that's what we say. So when we get our message out there, the better it is. Yeah. It's all in the timing, isn't it? it They've is, got to be really ready is. to make that change. It really is, yeah. I said you can't really force your message on people because it's just going to get them to turn away. But if you educate them and speak to them properly, you know, it always sort of works out in the end. What's your story of becoming vegan? Uh, I changed pretty much about a year and a half ago. I sort of watched a video, I sort of watched about 20 minutes of Earthlings. And um, the next day I just changed. So I stopped eating meat the very next day. And um, it's been amazing ever since it was one of the best decisions I've made in my life and I've never looked back I think earthlings has that effect on a lot of people I understand oh, it's insane like you can't you can't not like watch that and not have any emotions like getting drummed up you have you have to feel it you have to what kind of support does your veganism get from your family and friends well my wife is now vegan my mum's a vegan and uh, yeah, so it's you know a couple of our friends actually have become veg on their way to being vegan. So it's it's been awesome, man. It's there's nothing I can complain about it. Like people are just very curious, and you just tell them about it, and you get you get negatives. Like I work in the trade industry, so I'm around tradies every day, and you can just imagine you know they're big Aussie blokes. Yeah, you need my meat pie. Like, oh, what do you mean you don't need meat? And you know you go, oh, I don't need meat, and you explain to them, they laugh at you. Um, but then again. You know, I've got a six-pack and they've got a big gut.
<laughs> Next I met Sarah, Sam and her mum, Jake and then Nigel. I don't think it's just the number of stalls is getting the number of people coming is getting bigger too. Yeah, it's become much more accepted in sort of mainstream, I suppose. Yeah, my sort of late 20s, I kept thinking I can't kill an animal with my own hands. What gives me the right to go into a supermarket and take a piece of chicken off the shelf? So that was my answer. And that sort of kept repeating in my head all the time. Every time I was, so I just slowly sort of kept looking at things and, you know, you cut down your consumption of meat and you lessen the impacts on our environment passion then grows as well I think not just to animals but to people as well yeah yeah so, yeah that yeah. once you open that door there's a yeah. lot more through it than just yeah, yeah. the animals isn't there yeah, there's yeah. you know a, a life of non-violence yeah yeah try and be kinder than you know other beings as well as animals we're all living beings you know with hearts blood yeah yeah so I try not to push it though when perfect people because I find that if you lead with an example it's a lot people tend to gravitate towards that kind of teaching than the staunch yeah. go vegan go vegan yeah. yeah it doesn't work but I don't think it works for most people psychologically yeah. but if you're nice and gentle with it and balanced then I think people go oh oh that's vegan oh yeah cool oh wow what an amazing opportunity to just come and be with like-minded people and just to have a look at all the um, incredible things to do with being vegan it's amazing being able to walk into a place and not have to ask is that vegan or what's in that when you can just eat whatever you like that's the best thing but um um but also seeing that there are so many um different organizations that do amazing things for animals in different capacities so um that i had absolutely no idea about so it's great to see that as well i actually originally really just love the food and the it's just incredible, and but of course the, the main thing is the animals. And and your mum here, she's been an inspiration as through your life as a as a vegetarian to to set you on this path. I guess um, as actually as a tr- when I was very very young, um, we lived on a property where it was right near a, a lake that had duck shooting on it. So right from a young age, mum and dad really hated all of that sort of thing, the duck shooting, and we actually at one stage had. Um, the animal li- animal liberation wasn't it that came to um, they based themselves on our property and went and did the duck saves while I was very 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 young so that was a huge inspiration to me seeing all of those people helping the ducks and I actually remember doing it as a big project at school when I was really young as well because I was so inspired so um, yeah that's that's probably the really first thing that that made me think, oh, yeah, we really need to be doing something for these animals. The first ever protest was from our place. That's a, that's a bit of a landmark moment. It was, yes. And, and I now look at Laurie and myself, and we've all got so much older, and I look at Laurie every, every, every time he's on the news after the duck shooting, I think, oh, Laurie, I just hope they do ban it before we both drop off the perch. <laughs> it's been, I think, what, it's been like 25 years or something since Laurie started. So. Yes, tw- 25 years it was, yes. So hopefully there'll be a breakthrough soon. Yes, yes, oh, that's right, yes. I can remember one of the animal, animal liberation girls, I won't mention her name, but she was so frightened about going out onto the lake with the duck shooters she was in our bathroom heaving before <laughs> before they went. 
Yes, and they had they actually had the senator from Tasmania came over and land in the helicopter and landed on the lake and came back to our place and had um, a cup of tea and everything because he was against the duck shooting. So it was a mad, mad, mad weekend. Yeah, Laurie would remember it. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lovely man. Going vegan, it just just made sense. Um, just online, actually, a lot of things I saw online on Facebook and stuff and. Just talking to a few different people and, and didn't make sense to... Well, just, just I suppose just the things um, I found out about the, the dairy farms and, and the egg industry and stuff and just yeah, made sense to go vegan. It's really easy. Uh, first first few weeks or so, just tough, but after that, it's it's easy. you just got to find the right people and stick to it, I suppose. Yeah, it's, it's, it's easy. That's it, yeah. Nobody's uh, all uptight because they've been eating meat, are they? They're all... Relax because they're vegan. So, no, it's very good. Just I had, a, I had a wife who was a vegetarian who were vegan, said I should try it. Nice to think that vegetarians were only good for punching right through, you know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I started being a vegetarian and then later on I became a vegan. But uh, oh, amazing health benefits, grew my hair back, you know, uh, my eyesight is getting better. Many good things, you know, breathing is better. So, very happy being a vegan. And, you know, if we kill less cows, everybody would be feeling a lot better. And quite personally, I don't see any nutrition in eating a corpse. Even the zombies go for live brains, you know, so something's wrong with eating corpse. One third of the pollution is caused by cows. You know, um, and all the land that's being removed from trees for cows is not a good thing. Um, and we all need to breathe better. You know? Why a carrot or an apple, when I throw the core on the ground, it will grow a tree. If I throw a meat or piece of meat on the ground, it'll get covered in flies and produce many maggots and stuff, you know. And you just kind of wish that everybody else should feel the benefits and feel how good it is not to, not to eat death, you know. You don't become a full-on meat-eater overnight. You know, it takes time to develop. As a child, you don't like a lot of foods. Same with being a vegan. It's like you've got to do it in smaller steps, you know. So it's like if you're giving up cigarettes, maybe move on the pot first or something, you know. <laughs> or you cut it out totally. You know? so. Top tip. Thank you. It is a top tip. <laughs> Helen Razor, but that's deeply irrelevant. What is relevant is that you're listening to 3CR on, what's that frequency again, dear? 855, I told you, Helen. 855. And what is relevant is that you're not listening to that other crap. So well done. Series in East Brunswick has a new state-of-the-art community kitchen. The kitchen is available to hire seven days a week by individuals or groups who want to run a workshop or a course, hold an event or just get together to cook with friends. Ceres is also running team building days and hens parties with a difference. Get in touch with us at ceres.org.au or call 9389 0100 to find out more. Ceres Community Kitchen, celebrating collaboration and food. Group space for hire to train, connect and inspire. Series, a 3CR supporter.
You're listening to Freedom of Species on 3CR Community Radio and that last track was In Your Heart by World Vegan Day performers, Beautiful Beasts. Today we're revisiting last year's World Vegan Day in Melbourne where I asked attendees about veganism, which really was just an excuse to tackle my fear of conducting vox pops. Um, My name's Sophia. Um, I became vegetarian and um, been wanting to become vegan but I couldn't make that, like, jump. Um, and my friend, one night I went out to dinner with him and he was already a vegan. And um, it's like, you know, what's stopping you from just waking up tomorrow and, you know, cutting everything out? And I was like, oh, I, I don't really know. Like, I just haven't. And the next morning I woke up and just decided to do it because I was trying to do it slowly. Tried to cut one thing out slowly. Eggs, milk, cheese. But I couldn't do it, so I just did it all at once and been the best thing ever. Like ripping off a band-aid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly like that, actually. Um, and yeah, I've never looked back, like, I love it. I like waking up every day and feeling like I'm causing the least amount of harm to the world, the earth, the animals, everything. It's just a good feeling. It just makes me happy and feels good to not do any harm, or as least harm as possible. Um, my name is Brian. Um, to consume other sentient living beings um, when I don't necessarily have to for my own health um, simply isn't necessary. I don't need to kill and yeah, have other animals tortured or experience significant pain for my own well-being. Um, so to be in alignment yeah, with my best, I have no desire to harm I think people find change very difficult and I think for the most part people conform to um, pressures and conditioning and um, basically commerce um, that's outside of them as opposed to listening to themselves and their inner wisdom as opposed to external um, marketing. Um, And I think at the end of the day, you know, each their own, but I think everyone knows um, what's right. I don't think... You know, people need to be, um, you know, given more information. Everyone actually already knows part of our evolution and part of uh, the human race expanding involves um, living to a higher standard, and it starts at home with every single person. So it's not about dragging anyone else along or compensating or converting. It starts with every person living to their highest potential, um, contributing the best and doing the least harm. I think people get caught up in terms so rather than calling animal flesh we call it meat we call it bacon or we call it ham or steak we call it a burger we call it a hot dog we're playing games with ourselves and with each other and um, anyone who's actually thinking for themselves with independent thought and not group think um, we find it very easy to just be honest you know am I eating a living being and um you know, would we eat a baby if they were grown in a, um, a meadow, free-range babies? You know, it's just an animal's an animal. Um, I personally meditate a lot and I'm energetically sensitive and I felt the beautiful energy from horses and so many, you know, sacred creatures on this planet that have love and emotion and peace. Um, and that's a higher expression than we're killing each other. But we live in a country where we have... Um, many options available for our diet and consumption so we aren't living in a place where we have to you know 
um, consumer-only fish. We have we have feasible options for a plant-based diet and a fruit diet. And these days, you know, with YouTube and different um, alternative media um, channels, there's no excuse to not get educated and get informed. We've got dudes like Vegan Gains, Freely, Banana Girl, Durian Rider, um, Happy Healthy Vegan. The list goes on and on and on. I think the American Medical Association, the guy heading that, he's vegan. One of the world's um, top bodybuilders, vegan. So, you know, aesthetically, people don't have to miss out. There are options. Could be, um, you know, increasing calories or high carbs. We're living in the information age where the information is available. And, um, yeah, we've got, we've got time to actually make a quantum leap in our progress. And, yeah, people will start realising once they make proper shift that's more in alignment, they'll realise other aspects of our biology and our nervous system um, that similarly we weren't told about and we weren't, you know, given disclaimers on and disclosure on. So um, this is this is a time in history where civilization can make leaps forward and, yeah, we don't have to, you know, be too proud or be attached to things. It's time to be humble and make progress, you know. So, um, yeah, that's our birthright, basically. Yeah, I'd say stop watching television. I'd say stop... Um, stop listening to the radio. Spend more except time. Our, except our radio. Yeah, show, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so be yeah, um, because just as this, you know, the information and the things we listen to is also a form of consumption. And if we're putting crap into our system, crap's coming out of it. So that's a vicious cycle. Um, spend more time in nature. You know, reconnect back to the earth. So after Sophia and Brian, I spoke with Craig from Canada. And Jason, who clearly had dealt with any fear of microphones long ago. Actually grew up in farm country, worked on farms, uh, used to collect chickens for the slaughter. Also worked, uh, lived in a fairly remote area of Canada where hunting was fairly, uh, fairly common. And decided to go vegan after a fellow person, a native person that I uh, grew up with, uh, convinced me to go vegan uh, because he went vegan and so it's been about 18 years now I uh, haven't touched meat uh, it's become fairly, uh, somewhat mainstream uh, some hockey players in Canada have gone vegan um, probably the greatest fighter of all time in hockey uh, he's a vegan so uh, it's become a little more mainstream in Canada so it's a little more expect, uh, accepted I, th- I thought I was going to come here and see maybe 10 booths and Maybe there being 100, 100, 200 people, I was absolutely surprised to see how packed it was. So this is awesome. I love it. If, uh, if you guys had snow, I definitely could see myself living here. I have so much more energy than when I, uh, growing up in farm country, eating uh, steak and potatoes. I find that I enjoy food a lot more. Uh, people that f- use meat, they're missing out on a whole wide range of flavors because they're only... Uh, they're basing everything on fat and salt. Just try things. A lot of people will they ask, well, what do you eat? And as you can see, there's a whole lot you can eat. Uh, there's probably a lot more than if you're just uh, basing your entire meal around chicken or beef or pork. Uh, there's a lot, of, a lot of different things that you can, you can try. My name is Jason Carstens. I'm the MC for 10 years at World Vegan Day. I'm also the Vice President and the Vice President of Vegetarian Victoria. 
I've been vegan for 27 years uh, and vegetarian for 16 years. I became vegetarian for animal rights reasons, even though I really believed at the time that it would in fact be detrimental to my health. I was brought up with meat and three veg and all the indoctrinations everybody else had, but intuitively I knew and felt that it was wrong. When I was 19, I was cooking in a cafe and a chef told me off having chocolate mousse if I was a vegan. And I looked into it and discovered about gelatin. At that point, I realised that being simply vegetarian was hypocrisy. So I had to go back to eating meat pies at the football or becoming vegan. And I chose the latter option. And uh, 27 years on, I have not looked back. Essentially, uh, like everybody else, I was ridiculed. But when you're doing something that's right, uh, then no amount of ridicule is going to put you off. The best thing about being vegan is that it's an all-encompassing affair. You're healthier, the planet's healthier, the animals are healthier, they're morally and spiritually sound, so on every level there is no other option. And then I spoke with Noni. Um, I've come to a vegan day because I'm just about to transition into veganism and I really want to find out some recipes and learn a lot more about it. Uh, I've been a vegetarian for about four years and before that I never really ate meat. But I'm studying sociology, international studies, and I've done a lot of private research about um, the animal industry and factory farming and um, dairy and egg farming. And it's just, I just really don't agree with it. Um, I'm really looking forward to learning how to cook, actually, because I'm a terrible cook. But it's going to really force me to learn a lot more about food learn a lot more about what's in our foods, which I've been doing a lot of research lately about what certain ingredients have come from where and what animals have come from. I'm reading a book at the moment and it says that changing a man's diet is harder than changing their religion. I think that if you believe strongly in something, uh, don't ever let anybody tell you otherwise. Just tell them that that's what you believe in and stick to it, you know, because it's your values. Um, My name's Ward Young. I'm vegan because I... Um, first discovered you know, what cruelty to animals looks like about 10 years ago and decided that I didn't want to have any part in it. You, know, you can live completely by your values without having to compromise and um, make the world a kinder place every single day, every meal that you eat. Um, you, you get to choose whether you contribute to a world of violence or a world of peace and, and knowing that I'm doing the latter is, is, uh, is, is a very good, good thing to know. Uh, my name is Laura Jane Sexton, um, and I became vegan in um, March at the start of this year. And then um, I got a new job at the start of this year, and one of the girls there was vegan, and she's like, "Oh, you might as well just be vegan." And she then she showed me all these links and um, added me to all the Facebook groups on fa- um, for vegans. And um, yeah, the community's really nice, and I became vegan. <laughs> uh, my name is Danielle, and I've been vegetarian for the past eight years. Um, and it was always for the ethical reasons. And recently I just started thinking more about if I'm ethical about, you know, for being vegetarian, why am I not vegan? And so just the more I looked into it and the more I didn't like what I was reading, so I just thought it was about time I became vegan. I've never really found a vegan cheese that I like, and I came here and everything just tastes so good, and it just all blew my mind. So at this point I was getting pretty comfortable. I then spoke with Naomi, Paul, Eden and Shay. I have been vegetarian for a while now, about 22 years and vegan only for a year. Uh, I became vegetarian because I had pet cows and then um, Dad put his foot down because he was a pescatarian and said if if you're going to eat meat then you should see the reality of it so we're going to get some cows that are specifically for eating and uh, I couldn't handle it. So after that, I, I thought if you can't catch and kill your own 
meat and eat it, then you shouldn't be eating it. So that's my opinion on the topic. And coming from a farm, you really see the reality of it. And I think a lot of people in the city especially, they annoy me because they just buy their meat in a little packet and they've got no idea the reality of the situation. They have no idea the torture these animals are going through. And, and then it's murderous. They just say, well, it tastes good, so that's all that matters. But no, it, it's not all that matters. When, when you've got pet cows who you love dearly and you feed them apples and they cuddle you in the evenings you realize how special they are and we don't have a right to kill anyone it sounds ignorant of me but i did not actually realize all the details about the dairy industry and i had um pet chooks so i just had those eggs so i you know i didn't participate in the factory farming of chickens anyway i had pets and they left their eggs so i would pick them up and she didn't care, so I was like, okay, the egg thing's fine. The milk thing, yeah, I just didn't realise so much until I went to a friend's dairy farm and then I really saw the reality of it, how all the mothers were crying for their babies and how all the babies were only eating that off milk that was contaminated, that was not for human consumption, and they were there all in this tiny pen um, having to suck on this plastic nipple thing. And, you know, it was, that was the reality for those poor little babies. They were there all by themselves eating the crappy, drinking the crappy milk that wasn't fit for human consumption. And then reading more about how there's blood and pus in milk and, um, you know, and all the bacteria in it. And then I realised milk wasn't doing well for my body either. So I got rid of it. Cheese was the hard one. But, um, yeah, it's all good now. I'm onto some good vegan cheeses and coconut cheese is really good. World Vegan Day. It's a beautiful day. It's all about celebrating not killing animals, so I'm all for it. Um, on the way here, though, there was a massive truck full of sheep, and it was packed really tight, and I thought, you know, that's the reality of the situation, and living out in the country, you see that regularly. You're constantly reminded of that, and I think city people really need to wake up and do some research and think more about where their food's coming from. Definitely. So I think the great thing about today is that there's so many people here. It's packed and everyone's here eating delicious, cruelty-free food, hearing about great ways of doing things, living, buying cruelty-free products. It's, it's all so good. And there's really nice people. I feel cleaner. It's better for my metabolism. I feel healthier. I've talked to some people about how it's changed their health, like one guy I know who was becoming diabetic and then turned it around by becoming vegan. So, that, And it's great to hear the other day that finally there's all this research coming out about how bad meat is for you. Because I think a lot of meat eaters shut off at the animal cruelty stuff, so you've got to try and get to them with the how it's healthier for them. We are so lucky right now because I tried to go vegan in 99 and there was just no options around. And now there's so many options, you've got no excuse. And there's more and more vegan restaurants popping up all over Melbourne go down Brunswick Street there's like 10 or something it's fantastic we've got so much choice in Melbourne so so um, good luck on the journey to become vegan you can totally do it uh, you can do it the animals will love you and you'll feel so much better for it I'm uh, an owner operator of a vegan uh, cafe restaurant if you like in Emporium in Melbourne yeah I'm here and I'm, I'm, I'm so impressed with it I took a video and I'm going to post something on Facebook about how it's growing and so so is the movement and so is the, the change in, in, in human philosophy and the awakening that's, that comes with it and um, 
it's really great to see. I've been vegan my whole life, and the reason I'm vegan is because when I was born, my mother, Zoe, was already vegan, so she raised me vegan. Most of my friends at school, are they accept it a lot, and they none of them bully me, but some of them are just a bit awkward about it when I talk about it because they're just so used to eating meat and everything, but most of my friends are really supportive about it, and they don't, like, make jokes or anything about me, so yeah. I'm not excessively talking to people about how I'm vegan and how I'm better than them by being vegan. If you're thinking about going vegan, just do it. Just It's not hard. Don't think that there aren't many vegan products because there are hundreds of things. Like, there's everything vegan. So if you think about, like, chocolate, then most people think that there isn't, like, any type of vegan chocolate, but there's vegan chocolates everywhere, practically, in any shop. So, yeah. The reason why I went vegan, I watched Earthlings, and I realized that um, I, I had no idea how horrible the animal industries were. And I decided from that day on, I cried myself to sleep, and I said, I'm never going to eat that again. And I, you know, and I went vegetarian to be healthy before that for about three years, but I had no idea the meat, uh, the dairy, you know, the egg industries were that bad. So I decided, that's it, never eating it again, and never have since. And I love it. I'd never change. The happiest I've ever been in my life. Now my mom's vegan, my sisters are vegan, so everyone changed because they saw that what the path I was following was the right path. You know? I think I've got like 12 vegan tattoos. <laughs> on my neck, on my forehead, on my face. <laughs> I think I've probably got the most vegan tattoos of anyone I've ever met. Yeah, like at first I think I kind of look pretty intimidating. But once they talk to me, they can see I'm actually a really like friendly, kind person, and they they they're, they're not intimidated at all. They think I'm really lovely. I have cruelty-free tattooed down the side of my head. It's like a win-win-win diet, you know. It's a win for me. I'm healthy. It's a win for the animals, and it's a win for the environment. So no one loses, you know. It's, and I, I'm living in peace, you know, with everything. So you just need to eat healthy food, and you'll stay young and healthy. It's that simple. Okay, my name is Natalia. I come from Colombia. I was vegetarian since I remember because I did not like meat at all. Uh, and it's been a whole process because my body couldn't tolerate lactose either. Uh, I had a lot of stomach ache and everything. And then just watching documentaries and being aware of what really happened, it was like, I don't want to be part of this. So, yeah, in Colombia it's more difficult than here. So here it's like... Everything is possible and it's not difficult at all. I know many vegans in Colombia as well, but here it's been a paradise. <laughs> I actually cried like four times <laughs> because I couldn't believe like you can feel the love coming from the people doing all of this and supporting this. And I've been so grateful, like texting my mom, like I feel at home, it's really beautiful because you can feel where it comes from and it's like really genuine mm -hmm. and I found so many things that I did not thought they were even possible to find vegan like many also many things that you can see in a grocery store that have a lot of sugar and many different products I see them here and they're like without sugar without gluten without everything I saw toys for kids it's amazing it's full of people I love it I love earth and nature and it's so abundant, it has so many different things. 
So just not screwing nature and not making a horrible impact and like changing the world with my steps and with my path. And also how my body responds. It's amazing. I feel so light and happy and I don't need anything else. And yeah, it makes me feel really fresh and happy. But my dad, he got cancer and the only way he could um, take it away was being vegan because he was a scientist and he never believed me when I told him everything. And he found a book about a psychiatrist that it's called like cancerless I'm not sure of the book but he also took away his cancer being vegan so my dad tried the same thing because it was scientific resource and the cancer went maybe because dairy doesn't let the cancerigenous cells go away and meat is cancerigenous so it was incredible he started like a vegan diet for four months He did the exams again and he had nothing. So, yeah. So I was like, I told you. <laughs> Maybe all the things that don't let you be vegan are many fears you have that it's going to be difficult or what are people going to say. But it's not difficult at all. And it makes you feel so much better and it's really like cruelty free. So you feel that you're in peace with the environment and that you really feel grateful for your life and everything so it's like not being harmful for the earth for the animals with yourself I mean why not being vegan it's the best <laughs> but I try to just respect everybody's decision because sometimes I'm like ah, <laughs> why but I have to understand and I have many friends that are not but I feel better and one really important thing is that maybe Many people don't do it because of what other people would feel. And socially it can be really strong. But once you accept it with yourself, it's really easy. And the vegan food is so delicious. It's even more tasty. Yeah. Like you really feel the food and yeah. the freshness and everything. And then there was Stacy, and finally Krishul. Krishul was a performer at World Vegan Day and I suspect he was born with a mic in his hand. Um, it's very overwhelming. There's a lot of people here, which is actually really good. I'm really pleased to see that. Um, but it also smells really good, and I'm really hungry. <laughs> My vegan story, it's an evolution, and the evolution still goes on. My earliest memories were of crying when I watched Benji, and I, I know I didn't want to see them harmed. I, I kind of knew intuitively that by eating them, it wasn't really doing that good for, for them. So around the age of seven, I think it was, I, I became vegetarian, and once I learned more about the whole system of animal, animal agriculture that these animals needed to die so I could eat them and it wasn't necessary. I became more, um, more of a, a vegan for myself, not just because my dad was doing it. This was around the age of nine and ten. And then probably around the age of uh, oh, about 25, when I learned more about the dairy industry, I, I took milk out of my diet. And I, I've been a vegan for the last three years, uh, about two or three. It wasn't until I went to this festival, uh, Melbourne Vegan Festival, that I finally met vegans that really got the whole thing because I was still very unaware of a lot of the horrors of, uh, of dairy and uh, it wasn't until I spoke to them about how these how these uh, these calves get separated from their mothers and it's a very traumatic experience and how essentially these animals are still slaughtered and I, I didn't want to be part of that industry and something as, uh, as, as tranquil as drinking milk, I, I, ne I never knew that that could bring about so much 
um, pain and misery. And I've always thought to myself, I mean, why, why live when someone else has to suffer for me to live and I don't need to? Like, why not just stop for a moment and think about how my actions are impacting other things which I, I care so much about? So I became vegan um, and been one for about two to three years. And for the last year, the last year has hit me more than it has anything because I've learned more. I've learned all about the different aspects of, uh, of veganism from the health. I say it's an evolution because I'm constantly, I've always believed in wanting to, um, to grow in consciousness and awareness. And as I've been learning, I, it's only natural that you make changes to yourself. So as I've been learning, I just, I, don't even, I didn't even use the word vegan for a long time. I just stopped drinking milk when I found out there was suffering involved in, in me having it. I stopped eating eggs eventually for similar reasons. And then you, you learn about veganism, but ultimately it's simply not wanting to harm things unnecessarily. Fortunately, uh, I think because my parents um, never brought me up to think as if it was necessary to eat meat. I've never been indoctrinated thinking that I need this for my survival, for optimal performance. My mother was your, your typical Christian. Um, my dad, though, was very influenced by a lot of the Eastern traditions, uh, and it's made it a lot easier uh, growing up in a world where I, I had more of respect for animals. I didn't just see them as things to exploit. I've always looked up to them, not just cats and dogs, but all animal life, and I've always tried to uh, um, minimize the harm that I, I have on these creatures. I love this place. This is my favorite place to be every year. Um, it's... <laughs> Look, I, I like to have what I call a big world. I have people in my world from all different ethnicities, from all different ideologies, but I feel that vegans are probably more in line with my way of seeing the world because they, they not only have a tremendous amount of love for animals, but they, they, they walk the walk. And uh, being around people like this that are aligned, it's just cool. And the great thing about this place is there are, what is it, what, 10,000 plus people that are connected to you in their love for, for life, but also in... Uh, preserving life. The highlight for me, uh, the amazing food, the amazing people. One thing I, I, I spend a lot of time online. I'm a bit of an online activist and there's this massive YouTube community I've been watching grow over the last few years and the great thing is you finally get to meet them in person when you come to this event. I've met people like uh, James Aspie, Voiceless, people like uh, Abdullah. He, uh, he's this guy that's got this big channel, channel I think it's called the Glucose Network. Um, Joey Carbstrong, there's a Durian, Durian writer who's probably one of the biggest uh, YouTubers. So that's the coolest thing about it, meeting all of these uh, the gangsters, as I like to call them. Uh, the best part of being vegan is that it opens you up to compassion. I think one of the greatest things in life is not only to live your life for yourself, but to live your life for others. And compassion is a big part of that. Realizing that as long as someone else suffers, you suffer as well. So when you realize that other people are thriving, and it, it's not this competition, it's not survival of the fittest, this um, it's me versus you kind of mentality that I think a lot of other people tend to adopt, you realize that when other humans and non-human animals are thriving, getting to live normal, natural lives, you realize that they're happy creatures. That it's the most beautiful feeling knowing that there are people that, ha that share that mindset. And uh, that's the greatest thing about being vegan to me, the fact that it opens me up to more compassion. First of all, I would say educate yourself. Have an open mind. I would start, because I think it all starts with a heart and compassion. I would highly recommend, even though a lot of people are apprehensive about watching this, I would highly recommend watching Earthlings. It's difficult, but um, it's something that I think you need to experience. You know, it's, it's kind of like, uh, I guess, going to see the dentist. You know, no one wants to do it, but sometimes it's what you need to do. 
Uh, and I think once you've, you've seen that, you get an idea as to why there are so many frustrated vegans that are out, that are out there. But other than that, other than educating yourself, um, I would also um, take it upon yourself to, um, uh, to, uh, to try to find a way that you can express yourself without um, making other people frustrated. You know, I think communication is very important. There are a lot of vegans that end up, particularly when they first go vegan, frustrating a lot of their, their family, their friends, because they, they open their eyes to this tremendous violence that's going on, realizing that they're healthy and they're, they're not suffering from all of these problems they used to have, the acne, um, you know, the, the lethargic feeling. And uh, they, want, they want to spread the word. And a lot of people aren't open to this because they feel as if these people are preaching and they're telling them their way of life is wrong. And uh, as a result, it becomes very difficult to uh, express yourself honestly without compromising what you're doing. And you have to find a way of doing that effectively. I'm not going to tell you what way works. That's the beautiful thing about it. There are people like Gary Urofsky, the Duran writer, that are more hard-hitting. And then there are people like uh, Asina O'Neill. She's um, really popular with the younger community. There are people like uh, Colleen Patrick Goudreau. She's one of these very, she's called a compassionate activist. And she has a way of expressing herself that's more compassion doesn't rub people the wrong way you have to find what works for you and find a way that is effective but also allows you to have peace within yourself so um first knowledge and then communication i would say they're the two um, pieces of advice i give to people you're listening to freedom of species on 3cr community radio and we've just been hearing from a whole bunch of beautiful people at last year's world vegan day festival in melbourne now i've got a few community announcements First up, from 3pm till 8pm this evening, the group Melbourne Against Horse-Drawn Carriages is staging a peaceful protest to raise awareness of the plight of Melbourne's carriage horses. The protest will be outside St Paul's Cathedral, diagonally opposite Flinders Street Station in the city. Details are on their Facebook page called Not As Romantic As You Might Think. Also, today and tomorrow are Dingo Action Days. The idea is to create an email storm asking Federal Environment Minister Greg Hunt to provide the protection that the dingo needs. Mind you, Greg Hunt was recently awarded the Best Minister in the World Award. I'm serious. Google it. Details for the email storm are on the Facebook page Pro Action Dingo Day and also on the Freedom of Species Facebook page. Next Saturday on February the 20th, there is the next Melbourne Pig Save Rally, That will be occurring in the Burke Street Mall near the corner of Elizabeth Street. Details can be found on their Facebook page, Melbourne Pig Save Rally. Also next Saturday, February the 20th, Maniki Niko Cat Rescue is hosting a Kitten Kisses pop-up kitten lounge in Preston where you can hang out with a bunch of rescue kittens and hopefully adopt one or two or three. You need to book a ticket to, to participate in that. So go to the Facebook page, Kitten Kisses Pop-Up Kitten Lounge. And finally, on Sunday, February the 21st, Sea Shepherd is holding a flea market and vegan bake sale at their base in Williamstown. Sea Shepherd merchandise will also be available. For the details of that flea market, go to their Facebook page, Wouldn't Hurt a Flea Market. That's all we have for today. You can follow Freedom of Species on Facebook and on Twitter. And you can email us info at 
freedomspecies.org. Many, many thanks to all the gorgeous peeps at World Vegan Day who helped me overcome my fear of Vox Pop interviews. Also, big thanks to the beautiful beasts. And I'm going to leave you with a track from another World Vegan Day performer, Maria, with Let Go. See you next week. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.